I've never seen a K-pop boy band. I've seen a K-pop girl band. Just to clarify that statement, you mean you haven't seen them live? Yeah. Okay. I didn't want. I don't want people to think you like you'd never heard of. Oh uh, no! I've <laughs> obviously I've obviously heard of K-pop boy bands. Okay. BTS. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I had to stop the angry the, the angry emails were probably. I guess I didn't want. Yeah. In. I don't want to anger the K-pop girlies. That would be bad. Welcome back to your next episode of Educate Your Earbuds. I'm Gerald. And I'm Paulina. So this is kind of a funny one because last week when we were recording our previous episode, Mm -hmm. we hadn't gotten the Coachella lineup. So we're still kind of unaware of exactly... Blissfully unaware, I'd say. What was in store and what was going to be happening in the coming, coming days. I think it dropped... The day after we recorded so last week's episode, I think I it dropped the Tuesday after, yeah. Gotcha. Anyway, the, the lineup came out and our episode dropped on Thursday. So our takes from last week were just kind of excited and curious on what, what it was going to be. And if people were confused why we weren't already talking about it, it's because, again, recorded earlier. Yeah, we record ahead of time and, and publish a couple days after the fact. But now we're finally actually ready to talk about the Coachella 2024 lineup. I know. It's crazy. It's so, crazy. So, yeah, it was. there was a lot of anticipation this year because it was released later Late, than yeah. usual. Everyone mm-hmm. was freaking out. They're like, why hasn't it come out yet? Well, and other festivals were having to delay their lineup releases because of Coachella's radius clause and all of that. So, yeah, it did cause a little bit of chaos in the music industry. But this week we're going to do our official 2024 lineup breakdown. But before that, we need to go into our music recs. Who do you got this week? So all of my recs are actually Coachella artists. Oh, okay. Yeah. The first one is After the Storm, and it's by Caliucci's Tyler, the Creator, and Bootsy Collins. So Tyler, the Creator, one of the Coachella headliners. And Caliucci's was there last, last year. year. Mm-hmm. The second rec I have is Call Me What You Like by Lovejoy. And then the third one I have is B-Side by Kurong Bing and Leon Bridges. I don't know how to pronounce them. Mm -hmm. But anyways, those are my three recs. What do you have? So I have a couple. I guess I'm going to start out. Mine are very random. Okay. Some associated with Coachella, some not. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first one, it's. I guess I was being a little psychic. When I I kind of predicted a Coachella artist with my wreck from last week. Okay, wait, I, which one? The I wrecked Suki Waterhouse. Oh, okay. Uh, so I'll just wreck her again mm-hmm. this week. Yeah. Because she is a Coachella artist this year. Which is wild because she's pregnant right now, so she's gonna be like is she a actually? new mom. Yeah. I don't think I realized that. Yeah. When is she? That's do? um. That's what's his face's. It's Robert Pattinson's. Pattinson's. Yeah. When is she due? I don't know, but she looks big (laughs) okay well anyways so you know i'll just wreck her again next one is a song called we did it in the name of love okay have you heard it it just came out at the end of 2023 on on christmas day i don't think so you definitely know the band this song has not actually released on streaming or services yet huh but the killers released this on christmas Oh. It's their new song. You can find it on YouTube. So okay. it's called We Did It in the Name of Love. You said that. 
Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> but you can search it on YouTube and listen to it there. Mm-hmm. I think it'll probably be uploaded to Spotify and stuff. Soon. With like higher quality soon. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed the song. Okay. You know, I'll have to killers. check it out. I love the killers. And I'm wrecking them this week because they were kind of a group I was hoping was going to be on the Coachella lineup. I wouldn't have expected them to be on the Coachella lineup. I was not expecting them either, but I thought it'd be a good time. But I'll get into that later in the episode, my reasoning behind that. My third song is a throwback. Okay. To J-J-J-J-R. What? Jason Derulo. Oh my gosh. Mm, What you say? Is it because of the Ryan's Roses You know exactly (laughs) what it is, so I'll do a quick story time. There's this radio show that Paulina and I listen to called Ryan's Roses with Ryan Seacrest. It's so good. Where essentially they well, try to... it's part of the radio show. It's yeah, like a little yeah, segment. Yeah, yeah, It's on Ryan's radio show. It's a little segment they do where they try to catch cheaters. And the song after that, I, I assume it was intentional. I'm not sure if it was. But oh, they, I'm sure it was. They played What You Say by Jason Derulo. And that song is great. And I thought it was very fitting. And so obviously that's not a new song. I think everyone knows it and is probably sick of it. I'm not sick of it. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. I just wanted to wreck it because of that story time today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let us just move on over to our breakdown. So let's start with our initial thoughts and feelings about the lineup. What did you think when you first saw the lineup released? I very much thought it was a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the headliners are what catches everyone's eyes first mm-hmm. when the lineup comes out. I, you know, People can be like, oh, I don't look at those. I look at the undercards first. Which is like, no one looks at that first. No, everyone sees the four bold names first as like who's headlining the festival. Right. And my personal feeling is I think Coachella and Golden Voice kind of fumbled the bag a little bit with the headliners this year. Not a ton. Yeah. But just some of the decision making behind the scenes stuff that I've heard Mm -hmm. doesn't it doesn't really make sense to me and with like what people were wanting. Yeah, I agree with you. What I saw online was people, most people were underwhelmed by the headliners. They said that basically it was like missing the wow factor that Coachella usually has Mm -hmm. because any of the three artists that are headliners, which are Lana Del Rey, Tyler, the creator and Doja Cat could have been seen at a multitude of different performances across the country the past recent years. So like A lot of them were in other festivals. A lot of them had their own tours. And so it just seems like, why are we putting someone that anyone had the chance to see already? There's no novelty to it. Yeah, I I think that's not a super Coachella problem. I think that's a problem with the festival industry in general today. Very much a lot of bands get on as many festivals as they can do and kind of do like basically festival tours and they're kind of staples at summer music festivals. I mean, yes, but... The thing about Coachella is it's supposed to be one that sets the tone for the rest of the festival. So like what you see a lot of times is Coachella in one year will have X, Y, and Z headliners. For example, like Billie Eilish Mm -hmm. and I don't know, other big people like that. And then in the years like to follow the other big festivals like Bonnaroo and Lollapalooza and all of those end up having those same artists. Yeah. 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 So. So. I don't know. I just I just think the festival scene has become a little stale and like they kind of recycle. Some people say it's just oversaturated. Yeah, it very much is. Mm -hmm. But I I would agree with that take that like there wasn't a ton of wow factor. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we're huge Lana stands 
here at the Educate Your Earbuds podcast, but I don't know if either of us were expecting her to be a Coachella headliner. Uh, no. Just with the type of music she does, again, incredible, like generational talent. Yeah. And I'm I'm excited to see her. Yeah, same. It's just, I think a lot of people don't really expect that vibe from Coachella. I thought that in years past, but then when I first saw The Weeknd, who's kind of like slow R&B, Frank, who's also kind of slow, mm -hmm. and then Billy, who is also that vibe, Lana doesn't not fit. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's just, to me, it's, again, I love Lana, and so I'm excited to see her again, but I would have wanted to see someone that I haven't seen yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am excited for Tyler, mm -hmm. though I've never seen him. Mm -hmm. I've heard good things about his live performances. Yeah, same. Overall, and I'm interested to learn a little bit more about his music. Same. Because I'm not too familiar with it. People were dogging on him, though, saying he doesn't deserve the headline yet, which I think is kind of rude and also I, I think he's like has a big cult following all three of them do yeah the person i i won't go as far to say is she doesn't deserve the headliner slot Man. but she doesn't deserve the headliner slot she definitely doesn't deserve it like yet yet doja cat mm -hmm. i'll admit my bias i'm not the biggest doja cat fan as like in the music space or in the personal space. Like yeah. I've seen some weird things for her. But again, I, obviously I don't know her personally. Yeah. And I, I don't keep up with her socials and stuff. So I don't really know anything about her. Right. But I was not excited to see Doja Cat on there. Again, nothing against her personally. I'm not a big fan of her music. And I thought the slot could have gone to someone else, especially because Doja Cat performed was just there. at she Coachella was just there. two years ago. Yeah. Like, it's been almost no time. And that performance was not good. Mm -hmm. It was not good. So. Uh, well, what did you think about there's no return to the desert slot? It is just and no doubt. Well, I mean. It's basically the return to the desert slot. But I'm saying, like, what did you think about it's not a DJ? It's no doubt's reunion. Yeah. So personally, I think that slot, there should be a slot for an EDM artist mm -hmm. among the headliners. Yeah. To kind of end the night on a bang. Yeah. They did that with Calvin last year, and I thought it absolutely, it hit completely. Oh, yeah. Everyone was, was all about it. Mm -hmm. I didn't really see any complaints other than people were like, oh, it's just a Calvin performance, but <laughs> Calvin's good. Yeah. I have decent expectations for them. I do too. Gwen better still be able to sing Like she well. could. Yeah. And she, I just hope she doesn't make it about herself. That's what I'm worried about, that... She's Since obviously she's been such a pop star yeah, for so many years. I'm worried that it's going to be the Gwen show with no doubt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I could I could see all that coming true, but I'm hoping it goes well. Yeah. Because I'd be excited. I wasn't super keen on them uh, because, you know, I would have rather gone to some other potential headliners, mm -hmm. but I'm excited. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see how it'll go. Yeah, no, same. And people, obviously the big no doubt fans are super stoked for a reunion. Yeah. You know, I just, it it was not the reunion that I necessarily needed. Yeah, I was going to say, I hadn't really heard on any forums or anything, a, a ton of people clamoring for a No Doubt reunion. Yeah. Uh, outside of people who are big No Doubt fans. Right. So anyways, that's kind of like our initial thoughts on the lineup. Who do you think was missing from the lineup? Obviously, we know who you're going to say. Yeah, I I think most returning listeners will know what I'm going to say with this, mm -hmm. but I thought there were some major names that were missing okay. from this. Obviously, we're going to start out with the biggest of them all, 
Queen Dua herself. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, although I, I very much would have liked to see her on the lineup. I'm shocked. Obviously, a lot of people wouldn't, especially people that are pop haters. Yeah. But Coachella was apparently trying to get her as a mm-hmm. headliner slot, and she actually turned it down. Yeah. Which, I mean, she doesn't need Coachella. She's she's definitely bigger than them uh, at this point. No, that's not true. That's not true. She's one of the biggest pop artists at the moment she, right no, now. No, but that's not true. There's people that are have been more established than her that still... Yeah. significantly benefited from a Coachella performance. I don't disagree. She so, could benefit from it, but... No, but, okay, I hate when people say, she doesn't need Coachella. Like, any artist, any artist, except for maybe Taylor Swift, because she, like, just doesn't do festivals, would have wanted a Coachella headlining spot at some point in yeah. their careers. Yeah, that's fine. But that doesn't mean she needs it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Semantics. We're not going to argue over this. Anyways, a lot of people would disagree with that but i think a lot of people would have liked to seen her yeah and were disappointed that it didn't didn't work out i think their biggest mistake though was fumbling the bag with shakira yeah a hundred percent i don't understand why they did that rumor she should have replaced doja yeah she should for sure have had the doja slot that because that's the that was the sunday slot yeah yeah like that's the for sure should have been shakira the rumors had it that she wants shakira wanted to perform at Coachella this year, and they were the ones that turned her down. Which is crazy. Like, I know she's not, like, as big at the moment, but she has... Well, they're bringing back all these people from the 90s. Shakira literally started in the 90s. Yeah, she has that, like, retro factor about her, I guess, for lack of a better word, the same as, like, a No Doubt or sublime but she's also stayed so relevant throughout this whole time exactly whole career and she's had some semi-recent music yeah and success with that too exactly. i thought she would have been a perfect headliner yeah they could have been capitalizing off the success of last year's like mm-hmm. international artists and kind of kept up with that yep but i i guess i i could beat this like a dead horse i, yeah. I think they should have had shakira two other people i'll mention are the killers like I was saying in my music rec for this week, I wouldn't, I wasn't going to be expecting them either, mm-hmm. but I thought they'd be a good ad, especially since they're bringing back yeah. a lot of returning artists. Yeah, they could have been a good addition to that. The Killers just released their newest direct hits album right. at the end of last year. Hot Fuss is coming up on, I think it's about 20 years old. Mm-hmm. So like, it would have been a good time for it, for sure. This would have been a perfect time for Killers headlining slot. Again, they're not, as huge as right huge now. at the moment but when we saw them i thought their performance was phenomenal oh yeah and i've seen them in a festival setting i saw them at lala and they were phenomenal mm-hmm. so they can definitely bring a crowd yeah they they can for sure attract a crowd too i think they would have done they would have been completely at home yeah on coachella headlining my main one that was missing aside from the ones that you were talking about was troy savant like he just released an album. Uh, yeah, I know you were excited. Why for him. is he not there? Some of his songs are pretty bopping too. He would have been. Oh my gosh, I'm. That was missed opportunity. I think he would have brought a crowd too. Yeah, absolutely. And then, kind of, kind of aside from all these headliners, really, like I said, I just think they should have had an EDM headliner. As I mean, well. I'm not going to complain about that because. It is already such a heavy EDM year. Yes, I would have loved another one, bi- like one more big headliner. Big one. But they got a lot, and if, I'll go through a lot of yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. They do have a, the, this is a very EDM focused year yeah. at Coachella. So 
I guess real quick, I wanted to touch on, I found a Reddit poll. Okay. That kind of, it had, I think, like several thousand submissions in it. And it, they picked basically the top artists. I'll just go through the quick top 10 okay. on the poll of who people wanted as uh, okay. headliners. So SZA at 10. Okay. The Killers at 9. Nice. Jay-Z and Miley Cyrus tied at 8. Oh, but separate, right? Yeah. That would have been good. Tame Impala at seven. Also good. Adele at six. No. (laughs) I wouldn't have really been about it either. But Coldplay at five. I love Coldplay, but again, you can, they tour so much. Yeah. Their tours are expensive though. Yeah, that's also true. I do really want to see Coldplay. I think they'd be good. Yeah. The Rolling Stones at four. That, that would kind of be like that no doubt slot, but, mm-hmm. you know, the but returning But even bang. bigger. Yeah. Dua Lipa at three. Shocker. Taylor Swift at two. I'm surprised she was the number one. Rihanna oh. at number one. I mean, everyone wants to see Riri. Yeah. Notice who was not on this top 10 list. I don't know. None of the headliners Coachella actually got. Oh, pfft. that's um, funny. So to be fair, I'll say this. Tyler, Lana... And I think No Doubt actually were just off this top 10 list. Oh, really? So, so they were all on the poll. Okay. They just didn't make this top 10 that I'm covering. Oh, okay. Um, but Doja Cat was well below all of them. She, yeah, she she's arguably... I know she's a big fan base. But she's arguably less popular right now than she was when she performed at Coachella two, like two years ago. I could believe it. Which, that's why it doesn't make sense. It's like, how do you book someone that's less popular now, but now is your headliner? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Still super confused about that one. I'm. What I'm really hoping for is that we get some surprise additions, because from what I saw, there was, I think, something like 32 less artists booked this year compared to last year. Yes and no. So that's true, but that's 32 less than, like, the who, last, who the actually first version performed. Of it. Yeah, no, the first version of it, like the initial, if you're comparing initial lineup release of Coachella last year to initial lineup release of Coachella this year, I think it was only like 14 okay. artists. But um, so this was initial of this year to end of last year yeah. with the additions. Yes. Okay. So it's it's kind of apples and oranges. I mean, they'd still have to make up a lot of additions. I, I don't think they'll make up all the way, but... I think that number will get closer. We'll see. As Coachella gets closer. We'll see. Um, So I know you have some statistics that you looked at like last year with this year and all that jazz. Yeah. So we actually got sent this awesome roster report on, I guess, like the Coachella lineup this year. Who sent it to us? Because he's been a guest and friend of show. Teddy, who if y'all haven't already listened to it, go back and listen to it. We had an episode featuring him going on to like, jobs in the music space mm-hmm. and stuff like that. We really recommend it. He's super knowledgeable on music in general. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I guess before I jump into the statistics, I just got to kind of do a quick rundown of like the difference between like an agent and a manager and a label. Okay. And stuff real quick, just so I can explain kind of the Coachella breakdown. Okay. But basically an agent, those are the people that have the authority to kind of like make deals on behalf of the artists. So they're the ones that like sign them up for shows and, and concerts and stuff like that. Okay. A manager is kind of more personal. 
Like they're the ones establishing connections with producers and studios, but they're not actually like the ones negotiating the contracts. They're the ones that know people who know people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the managers are very much like focused on that the artist, artist specifically, have right. like their best intent. S- similar with the agents. Mm-hmm. They're trying to like very much get the best things for their artists. Mm-hmm. Then there's labels. Okay. And Record labels are more interested in actually selling your music. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have tons of people signed to them, so there's not they're not like just focused on you right. as an artist. They just want to like get your music out and figure out how to that you know they have all the resources and they can figure out how to get your music out to as many of your fans as possible mm-hmm. to make as much money as possible. Right. Then there's thing called label groups. And this is what I was confused about. Yeah. So there's, we'll call it the big three. Mm -hmm. That's what it's referred to as Universal Music Group, Sony, and Warner Music Group. Mm -hmm. Essentially, these three groups own most other record labels. Right. So they're all kind of under one of these big three. And then what you'd call indie. Is, is one that's not is under a record those. label that's not under one of those three. That makes sense. So that's the quick kind of background. And maybe we should do a deep dive on this. Oh, yeah, we'll definitely episode. do a deep dive on this at some point. But I guess to start out, I want to go through basically agents. Okay. So there's a handful of agents that kind of a lot of these artists sign under mm-hmm. or like agency groups. Mm-hmm. There's one in particular I want to call out. It's called Wasserman. Okay. 24% of the artists on the Coachella lineup are signed under Wasserman. Which is this agent group? Yes. That's wild. There's two other really big ones, CAA and WME. Okay. They have 18% and 14%. So that's already like more than half, yeah. half of the lineup. So two thirds of this year's lineup was booked by one of those three or a fourth one, UTA. Mm-hmm. It was kind of the same number last year. Oh, okay. Well. So it's similar. Yeah, okay. but that's crazy. Two thirds of this lineup are, you know, have agents from these groups. Yeah. Will you post the link in the description so that people can see I will. these yes. statistics? Yes. Because I thought it was fascinating yeah. that it was just the stuff that it was showing us. Mm-hmm. And then kind of the next main one I want to cover is the label group. So this Okay, is, the like those, UMG, Sony, WMG. Exactly, those big ones. 61% what? of the artists are independent. Sorry, oh, not okay. under one of those. Oh, I was like, uh... <laughs> okay, so that kind of that's kind of cool that that makes a lot of Coachella's lineup. But that that's great. That's almost 40% that's under, under the other one ones. of those groups. Yeah. So UMG actually had the biggest okay. of the three. They had 20%. That's a big, big stake. Artists. Sony had 13% and Warner had 6%. Wow. So those three label groups, mm-hmm. they're not they're not at 50%, but they're they're up there. Wow. I don't know. They're almost at 50%. That's interesting. Um, and real quick, I guess I wanted to go over the headliners, agencies and labels, who they're with. Do any of them happen to be shared? Yeah, actually all of them. Lana Del Rey is under CAA agency and so is Doja Cat. Okay. Lana's under UMG, the Universal Music Group label group. And that's also the group No Doubt is under. Oh, interesting. No Doubt is under WME agency and that's the same agency that Tyler uses. (laughs) And Tyler's under the Sony label group, as well as Doja. 
Oh, that's interesting. So they're all kind of interconnected. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. So it's 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 funny that like all these headliners are under these like three people. Yeah. So yeah, I just found that kind of interesting. A few other things that I saw on this that I wanted to, to bring up. The big one is genre. Okay. You said this was an EDM heavy year. It do, is so heavy. Do you know how heavy? No, but when I looked at the poster, it was like dance electronica, dance electronica, dance. It was all over. 40% hey. is in the dance slash dance EDM cella. category. Oh, I wonder if maybe that's when they released the lineup. They said like D-A-N-C-E. Obviously, that's a Justice song, but obviously if they're focusing on EDM this year. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I, I believe it was the highest last year. Oh, really? Well. Huh. Okay, but if you think about it, EDM is in all of the stages, plus the Doolab and Yuma is like only Basically, EDM. specifically EDM. So yeah. it makes sense. The indie, rock, and alt category is the second highest. Okay. The genre at makes 17%. Sense. Pop at 15%. Also makes sense. Latin at 10%. Hey, that's good. Hip-hop and rap at 9%. Okay. R&B at soul and at eight percent okay and then k-pop and j-pop making up one percent each so what i noticed the genre that was severely lacking this year was afrobeats which is wild because afrobeats is gonna be it's on the up and up yeah so yeah. why would they not book more of that i and, i thought they would have had a lot more international stuff this year they you know, do have a lot in, of international, but I'm saying specifically in regards well, to Afrobeats. Yeah, I guess international. I mean, like Afrobeats and reggaeton. And I know they have a but fair But reggaeton bit. counts in Latin music. Yeah, I, no, I know. I know. But yeah, I was shocked by that too. Huh. But Latin itself was up from 5% last year to 10%. So that I noticed increase. that. There was a lot. Hip hop actually dropped a little bit. So it was Kind of like the trends. Yeah. Kind it of is like matching the trends. The trends. They all, with the exception of, like I said, Afrobeats. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to quickly go through some of the Coachella themes before I do some recommendations of mostly the undercard. I'm not going to talk about the headliners because obviously like they're so popular that we could do a full artist spotlight on them. Mm -hmm. And so you guys figure out the headliners on your own. I would be sitting here for an hour if I told you all of the Lana songs yeah. that I really like. But okay, so first for the themes, because we talked about how heavy electronic it is, I think one of the themes would be the year of the duos and back to back. So B2Bs is something that's like big in the electronic world where one DJ goes back to back with another. Okay. It's like a duo Like without set. a break? Yeah. So there are some duos that I'm going to be talking about. And this will make sense to you once I go through the undercard recommendations. But another theme that I found for this year, it's the year of the reunions and 90s throwbacks. So I have a theory that because it's the 25th Coachella anniversary, I think Coachella wanted to pay an homage to bands that were very influential at the time that the first Coachella was happening. So the first Coachella was in 1999. Mm -hmm. And these three bands that I'm going to name were technically started at the end of the 80s, but like obviously their popularity grew a ton in the 90s. Yeah. So No Doubt, Blur, and Sublime. Mm -hmm. No Doubt is a reunion. Sublime is going to be touring with or playing without Rome. And Blur, it's just a kind of older 
90s London rock band or English mm-hmm. rock band. So that's kind of my themes for this year. So this is your flat earth theory of Coachella. Exactly. So it's the the reunions, the 90s and the B2Bs. Okay. All right. So so aside from the theories and if you're skipping over headliners, mm-hmm. I know you did some exploring on the undercard. I did. Lineup. You got any any wrecks, any dark horses of the undercard? I wouldn't say there's dark horses, but what I'm going to say is because this is so EDM heavy, I did do like mini deep dives on some of the artists. So I'm breaking this up by genre, the recommendations. And then for the other genres, I'm just going to kind of recommend artists that you guys should go check out. I'm not going to deep dive on them because we'd be here forever. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's start with the EDM. My first wreck, and I am so excited because I've never, ever seen him live, but I know he's going to be incredible, is DJ Snake. He's a French DJ and producer, and a lot of people might may recognize his name because he's done huge collabs. Let me just name a few of them. Let okay. Me Love You with Justin Bieber. Lean On with Major Lazer. Oh, I love Lean On. Yeah. Taki Taki with Selena Gomez. Taki Taki Roomba. <laughs> Middle, and that's just him. And then SG with Osuna and Megan Thee Stallion. So huge collabs. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah, he's going to be amazing. Okay. The next one is Dom Dalla and John Summit. And I'm going to talk about them together because both of them are actually showing up multiple times on this lineup. I caught that and mm-hmm. I was very confused. So. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure how I'm feeling about that. So you might be with some of the Redditors. So basically they're doing solo sets. So Dom Dahl is going to do a set. John Summit is going to do a set. They're also performing together as everything always mm-hmm. as like a duo, duo kind of set. Mm-hmm. And people on Reddit, especially we're calling this a lazy booking, but both of them are managed by like the same agency. Some people are speculating that this was part of the deal was like, okay, we'll do Coachella if you let us both have our headlining slots. But like, we also do everything always like they had to do everything always. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. They're like really good friends and I've never seen either one of them. So. I'm fine with that. I just, I'd rather them not get two slots. Like if it sounds like they were probably passionate about everything always and Coachella mm-hmm. maybe wanted them individually for their exactly. names. So it was like an agreement they came. It's like, all right, we'll perform separate, but we also get to do that. I'd rather exactly. them just perform their duo if that's what they really wanted. Yeah, I don't disagree. I am excited though. I've never seen either one of them and they're both on my top of the EDM space right now or on my watch radar. So I think that'll be fun. Okay. Another one that's like a duo is anti-up. And this is actually Chris Lorenzo and Chris Lake. Chris Lake was there last year. Exactly. So Chris Lake was there last year. He performed with Fisher as Fisher and Chris Lake. Mm -hmm. Honestly, this was one of the ones that we missed and I regret missing. I saw, I caught part of it, I believe. I didn't catch any of it and I wish I would have seen it. I don't know what I was doing, but yeah. I'm definitely not going to miss this one. I think it's going to be really good. Another one of the EDM artists that I'm really excited about is Justice. We've actually seen them before. We saw them at ACL, but I really like them. They're a French duo. They're kind of like disco and funk influences on Electro House. So it's very dancey. Okay. And actually some of the recommended songs are 
dance or D-A-N-C-E. We are your friends in Genesis. So I think a lot of people were really excited to see Justice Mm -hmm. in the desert. They have performed at Coachella before, but it's been a minute. Okay, another one is Steve Angelo. He's actually one of the three from Swedish House Mafia who performed at Coachella in 2022. I'm excited to see him. Mm -hmm. He's like a Greek-Swedish DJ. And again, I've gotten to see him as like Swedish House Mafia. I've also gotten to see him on his own. And I think he's really good. But I think some people might not be as into him. He's like kind of progressive house, like tech house, which I don't know. Some people are iffy on house music in general. Yeah, there there were I saw quite a bit of house artists. Yeah. This year, though. Yeah. And some of the recommended songs by him are Nas and Payback. Okay. Nas is K-N-A-S. The next EDM artist that I'm super excited about, his name is Anima. He is like really, so he's melodic house and techno, but he's very well known for his visuals. So you've probably seen him all over your TikTok if you're in some sort of like rave talk. So kind of like Eric Prides? Like Eric Prides, but I don't know. Just I saw some of the videos from my friends that saw him at Tomorrowland and it looked really cool. So I'm definitely going to be there. And one of the songs I would recommend by his is Consciousness and it is with Chris Avant-Garde. Okay. The next one that I'm going to recommend is Barry Can't Swim. So his music kind of is jazzy. It reminds me of like Muramasa meeting like Surf Mesa. It's mm-hmm. very jazzy fun dancey vibes gotcha it actually fuses house with afro beats and again jazz like i said and some of the recommended songs are how it feels sonder and sun sleeper so i am now just going to go through a couple more of the edm artists that i would recommend i'm not going to deep dive on them i'm just going to mention them because there's 40 percent of the lineup like there's you said too many edm artists this year exactly so one of the ones that i'm super excited about and i know you're going to be uber excited about do you know who it is? No. Jungle. Oh, oh, you're putting Jungle in here. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, that makes sense. Yes, very excited for Jungle. Actually, one of one of the ones I'm most excited for because mm-hmm. I've seen him before. Mm-hmm. Is probably about two two ish years ago. I don't know, but I I loved him. Yeah, and so I'm very excited to see them again. What songs would you recommend from them? I really like Casio. I think my favorite of theirs might be cherry okay though so, so give those a listen I, a lot of people probably know jungle by now yeah yeah i'm just hyped for them so some other noteworthy edm acts charlotte dewitt peggy goo blondish isoxo and knock two purple disco machine kenya grace and the blessed madonna i'm actually also excited for purple disco machine really yeah, yeah. but i guess so of all these edm artists you listed do you have a top that you're i am interested in? i am very excited for the dom dalla john summit and then dj snake and i don't know all of these i'm <laughs> i'm excited for all of them y'all y'all know paulina is an edm stan yeah i so, yeah i can't right. pick one right now what other genres do we have okay moving on to indie and these can be like alternative indie indie rock like they're indie just pop, in pop yeah just they're in the, the indie, whole indie space, space. Bleachers, Faye Webster, Lovejoy, Suki Waterhouse, whom you mentioned, Mm -hmm. the Japanese house, and the last dinner party. Yeah. Hopefully, like, I don't know if we'll have time to see all of these people, but we'll see how we pick and choose. Yeah. I think Lovejoy is one of the ones I want to see. Yeah. Suki, too, if we're able to. I really want to see Bleachers because they've done a... Jack Antonoff is the lead singer of that band, and he's done some music with Lana. Gotcha. So... 
Yeah. I'm curious to see if like Lana would bring Jack or because they're like friends and stuff. So what you're saying is Lana might be in the crowd. Oh, my gosh. She would. She totally would do something. Oh, my gosh. She would totally do. That's the annoying thing about Coachella is we don't know the actual day over day lineup until like a couple days ahead of time. So, yeah. So we won't know. Hopefully we'll be able to make. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for people that haven't been to Coachella, don't freak out. They literally release it like the day before. So you're not going to know who you're going to see. Yeah. And I guess shameless plug, we have a Coachella prep episode. Yeah. If you're looking to prep for this year's Coachella, go back and listen to that. Exactly. I got some good tips and tricks. Exactly. Okay. So as far as rock, two main ones that I'm excited for are Blur and Taking Back Sunday. Okay. For Americana artists, this one's kind of like a interesting one. So have you heard of the band Alabama Shakes? I have. So the lead singer, Brittany Howard, is actually going to be performing at Coachella. She's also performed with other people like Thunder Bitch and the Bermuda Triangle or Bermuda Triangle. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know much of her solo music, but definitely if I have time, I want to check her out just because her voice is really, really, really good. Is she performing on her own or is one of those groups? No, she's performing on her own. Okay. So definitely check her out. For R&B artists, I am going to pronounce this wrong, but Jean Aiko? Jenny Aiko? I'm not sure. Tanache and Tyla. I think all three of those are going to be really good. Yeah, Tyla's song has been all over the radio Mm -hmm. recently. Blowing up. For rap and hip hop, I'm not sure if I'll have time to see these top two, but the last one I'm going to for sure see Lil Yachty, Lil Uzi Vert, and then Kevin Abstract. Because he's kind of. stole mine. Oh, whatever. I love Kevin Abstract. I'm going to see him. You introduced me to him. I'll try, you know. For people that don't know, he did actually go to my high school. No, I, I meant you introduced me to his music. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't know him, but Stay he humble. did go to my high Stay school. Stay humble. You, don't, you couldn't introduce me no, to him. No, there's no way I could. For reggae, YG Marley is actually going to be there, and he's actually the grandson of Bob Marley. Yeah. So if we have time, I'll definitely see him. Mm-hmm. And then for pop, these are some of the big ones. John Batiste, Renee Rapp, who has been literally all over the place now because of the Mean Girls movie. Sabrina Carpenter and Chappelle Rowan. So I think all of those are going to be really good. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know much of Renee's or Sabrina's music. I started listening to some of theirs and it's not bad. You like it? I mean, I don't think I'll, especially Sabrina, I really don't think I'll go out of my way to see her. It's very pop, normal, kind of like pop music, but it's not bad. No, I mean, it's not bad. She's really not bad. Okay. Okay. So you might have noticed that I skipped over some huge, huge names. I caught a couple. Okay, so the thing is, is when I was going through the artists on the undercard, I separated it by like artists that are primary English speakers or their songs are primarily in English. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to do a whole separate segment for like more international artists that don't necessarily perform in English. Yeah. Because Coachella did a pretty good job. I'm literally not even going to go through all of the ones that they had, but they did a good job booking very international diverse acts. Yeah. One of which I am, this is probably the person I'm most excited for. Do you know who it is? Peso Pluma? No, it is actually Jay Balvin. Oh, I should have known that. How, yeah. did, how did I mix those two up? I don't know. Not, not mix them up, but like, how did I not? Not realize Jay, it. I think I kind of forgot Jay Balvin is even going to be performing there. I, I know. I think people are, were so focused on like what they didn't like about the lineup that they totally missed that Jay Balvin's going to be there. 
which yeah. is huge. So if you don't know J Balvin, he's a Colombian singer and rapper. He really is going to hype up the crowd. I think he's going to be very similar to Bad Bunny. Yeah, honestly surprised. He, he's not the headliner. Yeah, over Doja. Yeah, agreed. Not that I would have necessarily been the biggest fan of that, but I would appreciate that more than Doja. Yeah, he's actually known as a pr- prince of reggaeton. And like I said, there's just too much to say about J Balvin. So I'll just recommend some songs for people that don't really know his music. And this is like what you can listen to to start getting into him. Mm-hmm. So, Ginza, Tranquila, Rojo, Otra Noche Sin Ti, Siete de Mayo, Que Mas Pues, Un Dia, which is a song with Dua Lipa and Bad Bunny. Big fan of that song. Mm-hmm. La Cancion, which is a song with Bad Bunny. Mi Gente, and then No Me Conoce, which is a song with Jayco and Bad Bunny. Gotcha. So he's going to be amazing. Do not miss J Balvin. Mm-hmm. Do not miss him. The next one was, who you're guessing, Peso Pluma. He is a Mexican, a regional Mexican musician, and he's like seriously blown up since 2022. Yeah. He's actually currently nominated for the 2024 Grammy for Best Musica Mexicana Album, including Tejano Music. Really? Mm-hmm. And some of the recommended songs are Ella Baila Sola. This one's huge. This one's kind of the one that made him blow up on TikTok. Okay. Rosa Pastel. And then Igual Que Un Angel. And this is that's a song with Cali Uchis. I don't know. You know, I'm not as familiar with the... With Regional the lo- Mexican music. Yeah. I mean, I am not either, but I have listened to some of his stuff and he's pretty decent. Okay. Okay, the next one is Bizarrap, and he's an Argentinian DJ and producer. So he would be characterized kind of like EDM or Latin trap and rap. I did catch you not mentioning him in the EDM section earlier. I was yeah. wondering. Yeah. What I am super stoked about is he has some insane collaborations, one of which was with Shakira. And so well, I think it would be crazy, especially because Coachella fumbled the ball, if he was bringing Shakira out. That would be pretty cool. That would be insane. And that also just made me think that I guess J Balvin could technically bring out Dua Lipa and Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. That he would could. be. Uh, I mean, a lot of these artists have so many good collabs that they could bring so many, so many people different out. people. And like last year, the really only person that brought out a ton of people was Metro Boomin. So I don't bank on artists bringing people out because I think they don't like to share the spotlight sometimes. True. So we'll see. But some of the recommended songs from Bizarrap are the Shakira Bizarrap Music Sessions Volume 53, the Rao Alejandro Bizarrap Music Sessions Volume 56, the Young Miko Bizarrap Music Sessions Volume 58, and then Baby Hello. Mm -hmm. And that one's with Rao Alejandro as well. And Young Miko, as you said, is also also going to be there, if I remember. She. Yes, Young Miko is also going to be performing. So she is a Puerto Rican rapper. Again, she's also done really, really good collabs with the top reggaeton artists. She's actually an LGBTQ artist, which is kind of cool. Some of her recommended songs are Colmillo with Tiny, J Balvin, Young Miko, Jowell, and Randy. Fina with Bad Bunny, and then Classy 101 with Faith. Gotcha. Yeah. The next one that I'm going to recommend is Depresión Sonora. So this is like a Spanish musician. I don't think I've heard of them. Mm-hmm. So the genre is kind of like post-punk, pop-fi, and electronica. It's very different from what I have like heard before, and I really like it. He also does some collabs with like banda re- uh, or like regional Mexican musicians. So if we have time, I kind of think he might be earlier on in the lineup. So... I would be down to see him. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. This is one of the ones that like people were really excited about. And I felt like so dumb because I had no clue who they were. Who is it? Atarashi Gako. Oh, is that that virtual singer? No, that's not the virtual one. Okay. Actually, I think that virtual artist that you're thinking of is Hatsune Miko, who I also don't know much about. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, for those that don't know that, I think, I think that is kind of like Gorillaz, like a virtual band, band, but it's like a virtual pop singer. Although I think it's like an, it's like an AI voice so type thing. I wonder if they're going to like be seen performing. I think it's going to be kind of like a hologram show or something. Hmm. I don't know. I, I need to learn more about that. Interesting. I, I don't know anything yet. Okay, so going back to Atarashi Gako. So they're a Japanese girl group. So one of their most streamed songs on Spotify is called Otona Blue. And so I started listening to it. And it kind of sounds like you're in a like Nintendo Mario disco game. Huh. I don't know. I am going to start listening to them more. No, not like that. <laughs> but I'm I'm just kind of curious to see what what they're like. Okay. Okay, so this next band is called ATs. They're a K-pop boy band, which I've never seen a K-pop boy band. I've seen a K-pop girl band last year, so I would definitely be down to see this band. Just to just to clarify that statement, you mean you haven't seen them live? Who have I Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I didn't want I don't want people to think you like you'd never heard of. Uh, oh no, I've <laughs> obviously I've obviously heard of K-pop boy bands. Okay, BTS. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I had to stop the angry the, the angry emails were probably. I guess I didn't want to. Yeah, in. I don't want to anger the K-pop girlies. That would be bad. You had just never actually seen one seen one live. Correct. So they've actually released also two studio albums in Japanese. So I guess they are bilingual or probably trilingual mm-hmm. one of their most streamed songs on spotify is called gorilla and this is like very rap kind of like dancey it personally reminded me of pink venom by blackpink so if you liked i mean obviously this is like all guys instead of all girls so if you like that vibe then you will probably like them okay okay and then the last one of the kind of international music that i wanted to recommend from coachella is l'imperatrice and they are a French group. They're kind of like pop and new disco. They're really, really good. I'm very excited. Some of the songs that I would recommend from them are Vanilla Fraise, Le Depart, and Everything Eventually Ends. You know, I love my new disco. So yeah. I'll have to check them out. Yeah, I think you'll like them for sure. I have no clue what they're saying. I should know a little bit of what they're saying, but I don't. So those are kind of the ones that I recommend from the undercard. Obviously, like I know don't come at me because I didn't say Ice Spice. Don't come at me because I'm not saying like all these other big people that I'm sure you guys want me to talk about. Yeah, there's too many. There's just too many. Too many to talk about in this episode and too many for everyone to like be able to see. You have to pick and choose at some point. Yeah. Which ones you're going to say see i guess i picked a few i didn't do as much of a deep dive in the undercard as you Mm -hmm. so the ones i'm listing off are going to be some of the bigger names that people already know okay so who would you be listing off so like jungle okay we said earlier love joy purple disco machine Mm -hmm. steve angelo kevin abstract again uh, I'm super excited to see him on it. We've seen him with Brock Hampton. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that, that we have seen him before and he's also performed before. I guess last one that you did not mention, you're doing my girl dirty, BB Rexa. I 
I know you're not super excited for it. You I know, think- she's an amazing singer, but and I like like some of her collabs, but like if it wasn't her collabing on a song, I probably wouldn't listen to her. I don't disagree. I don't listen to a ton. Of, I do listen to some of her on her own, but I I think most people probably know her from her collabs. Yeah, to be like fair. with Martin Garrix and stuff like that. Or or Florida or the David Georgia Geta line. One. Like she's oh, literally yeah. done collabs with everyone. Her voice is just amazing. Yeah. Though, like I'd see BB for sure. I yeah. I like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I honestly I forgot she was on. I the already lineup. have seen her. When? You've seen her too. Wait, did we see her? When did we see? She was her? an opener. Oh, for the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, that's right. I forgot so, about that. I, I totally know. forgot about that. I just think her voice sounds amazing. Yeah. So one last last minute things that we just wanted to talk about, and we didn't go super into this, but there are some things about the festival that are going to be different potentially. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember where I saw this. It might've been somewhere on TikTok, but apparently they were saying that some of the money or budget for Coachella this year that maybe didn't go to the lineup was because they expanded some of the stages, like for example, the Sahara stage and a couple others. So I'm curious to see if that's actually true. If not, I will be like, give me my money back. Where'd Coachella. my money go Coachella? Yeah. And then obviously they're going to have new art installations this year. So I don't think they're going to have this bus. Maybe they'll bring back like the Arctic globe thingy. That would be really cool. I think one other thing that's changing this year that I forgot to mention earlier in the episode, there's actually an even larger gap between male artists and female artists um, than there no. was last year. Really? It's a little bit of a, like there's a reason for it and it's because they're counting all male groups for the first time. So like the statistics is a little bit different. Oh, so I see. It's not a huge change, but males are making up 61% oh my gosh. of the artists. Females are making up 28% and then mixed groups are making up another 10%. That's crazy. With, with non-binary or, or other yeah. making up the last little percent. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. It's uh, the gap last year, I believe, was 62% to 38%, fluctuated some. Dang, that's unfortunate. So, any final closing remarks? Obviously, we're going to see you guys at, in the desert in April. Yeah, we'll be doing our Coachella recap episode here in a few months. Mm-hmm. Be sure to be on the lookout for that. If we you, might do another prep episode potentially. We don't know yet. An update to the last year's one. But if you want to get a head start on that, go go ahead and check out that old episode. Mm-hmm. And again, check out our episode with Teddy. Mm-hmm. Doing a deep dive into in the music industry space, especially since he was the one that that sent over some of these statistics for us to go through. Which we will post in the description. We will post in the description if y'all want a deeper dive into that. Exactly. And with that, we hope that you guys, if you were disappointed about the Coachella lineup, that you're not disappointed anymore and you're still going. Mm -hmm. And if you were not disappointed, we hope that you keep getting more excited and that we see you guys in the desert and that you guys attend some more live music yeah if you like this episode be sure to uh subscribe and share it with your friends it really does help us you can drop us a review or leave us five stars on spotify or pretty much anywhere you can find your podcast you can also send us your feedback or feedback on the coachella lineup your thoughts on it to our Mm -hmm. email at educate.your.earbuds at gmail.com you can also find us on our socials at educate.your.earbuds.pod for both Instagram and threads. Mm -hmm. And for TikTok, you can find us at educate.your.earbuds. Exactly. And with that... Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all.